Good morning. Thank you for listening to Embracing Life. I'm in London now. Uh, I've been up since 3.45 a.m. I was rested and vibrant and ready to go, wishing the cafes were open, and yet I stayed in the quiet, beautiful lobby here uh, in the Marlebone section of London where I'm staying. It's, I love this city. I love London. It reminds me of a giant Boston. No doubt Boston has the influence of London. The streets here look like Beacon Hill and Commonwealth Avenue, Marble or Street. And, the, and they all have similar names. I love it. It feels like home. If I weren't living in Boston, I would love to live here. But that's a dream, of course, because in truth, I would never live a time zone away from my family. No way. That would never happen. So in any event, as I walked through the streets of London and and explored the area that my daughter's going to be living in, I realized something yesterday. It's just an observation, but it began my thought process because I'm always thinking about something or other. And while I'm here to drop my daughter off at her study abroad program, I also am always very aware of my environment, of the people, of different cultures. I realized first off that, well, my daughter told me yesterday that most of the parents didn't come and (laughs) apparently um, sent their kids on their own, which was encouraged that, that apparently the parents don't go. And I get that. I can imagine this program doesn't want uh, parents of college students I can imagine, just recall being on tours in the U.S., touring schools, and the questions that the parents were asking were, like, mind-numbing. So I can't imagine having uh, American parents abroad, oh, my God, at these programs. But anyhow, I'm not going to any of her orientation stuff, and I'm, I'm just basically helping her get settled in her new place. And... um. I'm not the type of parent that would send her by herself to another country. It's just not how I am. Um, Everybody's different, but I need to know. I need to see firsthand that my daughter's settled and set up comfortably to enjoy this experience. And yeah, she's capable, smart, mature. I mean, she she's traveled alone. She's come here alone. She's spent enough time here that she actually knows her way around London and, and knows where to go and what to get. And in fact, yesterday... She knew exactly where to go and the neighborhoods we were in. And I was simply following her around all day, trying to learn the city. So I do this for me, mostly. I know that she appreciates and wants me here as well, or I certainly wouldn't be here. But I am nurturing, and I truly am as happy as my kids are. I want them to fly and to thrive and to soar. I'm happy to set them up the best I can so they can do exactly that. They can certainly iron out the kinks of life as they have and as they occur, but I'm happy to coat this passage with ease. I'm happy to do so. They say happy wife, happy life. I say happy child, happy mother, period. My observation yesterday as we went to the pharmacy, to the Apple store, to the phone store, to the Sephora store is this. No matter how far I travel, No matter what language people are speaking around me, no matter what people are wearing, the bottom line is that everyone is way more alike than they are different. Everyone wants to be connected. 
Everyone wants to look good. Everyone wants to be loved. And everybody is obsessed with their iPhones and the latest version of Apple products. The number of people in the Apple store was staggering, as was the number of people in this beauty store that was very similar to Sephora, but it was way larger. And I loved it. <laughs> I haven't seen more. I, I've seen more women in London um, that are, you know, they look good. There's a lot of plastic surgery going on with the younger crowd. Um, way more than Boston, hands down. I also think, you know, I live in the Northeast. It's a bit more conservative in the plastic surgery department among younger people. But here I noticed a lot of young women with plastic surgery and um, the Kardashian effect is definitely rampant here. That's for certain. Um, But again, the more I travel, the less different people are to me. We all want the best for our families. We all want to be healthy. We all want to be up on the latest technology and we all want to be connected. We all want love. We all want to look good. You can say it in English, Arabic, French, Spanish, Italian, Hebrew, Chinese. Conversation is the same. Desires are similar. Beauty, health, family, food, love, relationships, education, success, money. It's all the same. I used to think of Europe as being exotic and England exotic. I no longer do as that. I don't think like that. I think the style of living is simply different. The objectives, measures of wealth are different than those in the U.S. Most Europeans don't own huge homes with massive properties and large wardrobes. The goals of many people in the U.S., the amount of stuff, the big house, the beautiful cars, a number of cars. You don't really see this in the cities in Europe, at least the ones that I have spent time in. Yes, they're family country homes, but it's not the same. They're more quaint, designs are sleek, simple, streamlined. It's not about abundance, but rather experience and comfort. Family. I believe that Europeans would much rather spend time luxuriating with a bottle of wine with friends and family than working on their homes, on their boats, on their collections of stuff and having their families live far away. This part of life is extremely appealing to me, but I do appreciate all aspects of my American life. I find it charming here in London. There is an elegance to the people that is alluring to me, a quietness, a gentleness that I, that I find very appealing. I wish life were long enough to live in three different countries in totality, from childhood to adulthood. What a neat observation that would be, a true observation of life in different countries. My background is in anthropology and sociology, and just the study of people and culture's environment is so interesting to me. For now, I'll continue to travel, to explore, to learn, It's a passion of mine I've always enjoyed. And now that my nest is empty, I will have the opportunity to continue this exploration. I will, however, let my daughter enjoy her time here in London. I'll stay away without my parents, without any drop-ins, without any visits from me unless she needs me, without my influence. I want her to truly enjoy, experience, love, and have an amazing opportunity. 
So I will live vicariously through her in the next five months and remain thrilled that she's here. I hope London is good to her. I hope she doesn't succumb to the lure of this charming city and never come home. It's a risk I take and it's her time to embrace life. So okay, Sarah, Sarah, I wish her all the best of love, happiness, abundance, growth, success, friendship, whatever this journey has in store for her. I'm excited to hear all about of her, uh, her new adventures, hopefully all positive. <laughs> I know there's never, uh, Life is not without bumps, so we'll manage all of those too. So thank you for joining me as I share my journey of embracing life. And I hope you enjoy your day. Stay warm. It's freezing here. Um, It's really cold in London. It's beautifully bright and sunny, which is nice, but it's cold. So have a great day. And thanks again for listening.